hey hey gm gm how are you guys doing just gonna check in my co-host mave knows how are you doing buddy Ooh, what's good everyone what's good i'm excited i'm excited i'm pumped <laughs> i know i say excited twice but i am it's, it's so you're so excited that you say it twice but maybe you know i got you buddy because um you've been telling me about this song lane eight grapevine and man like if you guys love it show show me hearts uh because it's a vibe it's a vibe uh, we have tons of speakers today, super excited because, hey man, you know, Web3 fashion is such a booming, you know, industry right now. You guys here that's on panel today, absolutely killing it. That's why you are here. Um, you know, just shout out to Mindblower, shout out to, you know, uh, Hip, shout out to Wade, shout out to Space Runners, shout out to Win, and also shout out to Black Paris because, man, you guys are killing it. All right. So, Maeve, if you're ready, let's go to my intro and we can kick start everything. What's up, Pukas fam? Hope you guys having a puking good day. And as always, welcome to Hot Box Sessions. I'm Puke, representing the Rock Radio family. Our mission is simple, to discuss the latest NFT project, what's trending, latest insight from builders, review case study, but, but most importantly, to be at the forefront of Web3 Play. And today, we have a great panel with us to discuss everything related to Web3 fashion. But before we get started, I know you guys are keen to listening to what they have, you know, brought on today, share with us, do, you know, hit the like button, retweet the space, and you saw that purple button, it's looking a little bit lonely today, you know, with just two comments, so hit it, tell me GM, tell me about everything, you know, that you love for Web3. Um, Maeve, you said you want to do some icebreaking session, and because of you, I'm going to bring back the icebreaking session. Uh, the first question of course, I will throw it to you, which is, you know, if you could bring one fashion style to the current moment, which style it would be and why? This is a tricky one, but I love it when you always like just throw the throw, throw curveballs at me. So, hmm, let me think. If, uh, I think I got to go back to my roots, man. I think, it, I think it's got to be uh, the skinny jeans. I know like these days it's all like, you know, boxy, <laughs> And like, you know, what was it called? Like, uh, sorry, you know, my, my fashion sense is pretty bad. That's why I have you and uh, other people to teach me while I do my Web3 stuff. But yeah, I guess like I got to bring back the, the skinnies, man. Goddamn, going back like eight years right now. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, skinny is definitely being less and less. These days, it's more like, you know, loose wear, joggers. I feel like, you know, today a lot of people are wearing joggers. But man, Malaysian weather is hot. Skinny jeans, oh, I, I don't know, man. But I would love to, you know, hear from some, some of our uh, guests as well. So guys, just answer. Answer the question and give us a little bit intro, you know, which project you are from, you know, what have you been building, a little bit background to tease us a little bit. I'm going to throw it to the man beside Maeve, uh, Digimental. How are you doing, buddy? Hey, yo, what's up, what's up? Thank you very much for having me, guys. Uh, I'm glad, I'm glad, glad to be here, right? You know, it's a, it's a very nice opening, super cool intro, right? You make me feel very, very good. So, uh, yeah, um, we've, we've making it feel good. And the fashion style, I would probably go to back to a uh, hip hop golden era, back to nineties. Bring, bring back some old players, you know, the Pele Pele, Kanye G's, you know, uh, Sean John, you know, go completely opposite, you know, drop the old school hip hop and and the baggy. Um, 
that would be probably me because you know this is this is this is what I keep in my heart, you know, from from the old days. You know, it's never going away. <laughs> bro, bro, like everything you speak, it, it just represents on the project you built, right? You know that 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 baggy style hoodie on the head. You got it right. Just look at your PFP, man. Well, you know, this is this is how you roll, right? You know, you basically um, represent yourself, you know, and this is also what the project reflects as uh, you know as hype. You know, you guys. Probably everyone just plays you know the hapes already because it's it's not a fresh project. You know, we've been around for for quite a long time. Um but yeah, within the style and you know what we are talking about for 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 a month, you know, the customization, identification, you know, doing your digital twins and representing, you know, in both web two, web three, ERL, all the three sixty, you know, whenever it comes to the digital fashion as we talk, like, you know, the ARs, technologies, right? You know, there's there are just so many ways to express yourself in these days, right? You know, and bring whatever it feels valuable for yourself and your style, you know, the aesthetics, you know, just 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 rock, rock what you want in York, man. Yep, yep. Love it. Lovely, lovely. I'm going to throw it over to Formal Boys uh, representing hey, Black Paris. Yo, yo, yo. How you doing, hey. buddy? I'm good, good. Super excited to be here. Love the energy. So thanks for the, the warm welcomes. Uh, as for the question, to be honest, I like the, the current uh, fashion in a way that they bring back the Dutch shoes and all that. So uh, I pretty much love it and I like oversized things. So it's pretty much my trend right now. Not going to lie. Um, and then like... As for myself, uh, I'm the Web3 advisor for Black Paris. I've been working with them since before they launched the project. Uh, we, we used to do some drops on Maker's Place back in the days, like two years ago. Uh, and then we've built the NFT collection. But for those who don't know, Black Paris is a Web2 brand uh, that started like 2017 on Instagram. Grew pretty fast in Asia, mostly. I think we have 13 shops now. Uh, so it's like uh, a really big uh, fashion brand, to be honest, just really more well-known in Asia. Uh, but coming to the US next month, uh, and what else? We have a 10K PFP collection. We've uh, made a point to bring as much Web2 people as we could uh, since we had like a, a really big and strong community in Web2. Uh, the goal was, of course, to do some digital uh, link between the, the brand, the items, and the NFTs. So we had some digital threads in the collection. We've done many, many collaborations because the concept of Black Paris, it's a uh, it's a lifestyle brand, so it's more put the black aesthetics on different things. So that's why we've done collaboration with W Hotels, uh, with Hugo Boss, with some black food, uh, with Fortnite. We've done some merch for Fortnite too this year. So a lot of collaboration. Uh, there is a lot of in-game integration coming. Like uh, we're designing a lot of uh, black assets for different metaverses or games. So many, many things coming. Uh, and the NFTs are kind of a loyalty program for the brand. So it gives you a lot of different advantages, benefits and discounts uh, as for products, but also IRL events. Or online events, but so many things, so I won't take the stage too long. Uh, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're definitely killing it, bro. But I gotta ask, like you say in Asia, you don't have any stores in Malaysia, right? Uh, Malaysia, I don't think so. We have Taiwan, uh. China, uh, I think Japan, uh, I'm not sure about Korea. And then we have some pop-up stores, uh, I think Qatar, one pop-up store. We have one store that opened last uh, summer in Spain. And the one in Seoul, New York, is opening uh, end of June, I think. Yeah, yeah. No, no. The, the only reason I asked, because I'm in Malaysia, I don't see any back Paris. So I just have to throw the ball to you, bro. Yeah, I will, I will ask, though, because I will ask the founder. I don't know all the location because we have a lot of stores, but uh, I will ask if there is one, I will let you know. 
<laughs> All right, cool, cool. Thanks, buddy. All right, uh, to my other buddy in in Malaysia. Uh, hey, Win, how you doing, man? Hello, hello, GM. I'm good. GM, GM. Yeah. So you know, in Malaysia, the weather is super hot. So I'm just like y'all. Like I want to wear something very comfortable for uh in Malaysia. So mostly I wear some uh oversized and most probably shorts in real life. But then uh my favorite uh you know fashion would be something more formal. It's like those black tie, that kind of cool thing, you know. Yeah. Uh by the way, I'm actually uh developing and building a lot of projects, and then uh I'm being the advisor for. Low projects as well. Can check out my profile for the information. Okay. Yep. Yep. Yep, bro. Uh, no, not needed. Looking at your PFP, we already know, bro. So tell me more. Like I meet you in real life, so I'm gonna drill you a little bit more, bro. That hairstyle that you have. Uh, tell me where the inspiration come from. <laughs> my hairstyle. <laughs> okay. Yeah, okay. bro. You have to explain a little bit, like for people who don't know how you look like. You okay. know, Green. Okay. Basically, he has like a short hair, Thai ponytail kind of vibes. I feel it's like you know that Taiwan Korean kind of vibes. Uh, he's looking a little bit like an opa. So, Win, tell me more. <laughs> okay, basically, uh, it was like uh, during MCO. I'm too lazy to cut my hair, so I just keep my hair long until it uh uh reaches the certain extent. I feel like I should make it more tidy up. You see, because I used to work in hotel, and then my hair is every day is like comb nicely, keep my hair nicely. So I think that I just need to keep a little bit tidy, and then I just cut the side of my hair, and then. But I still want to keep the long hair, so that's why that's how I develop this kind of hairstyle. Yep. <laughs> all right, all right. Thanks, man. You know, I I know him in real life, so I'm gonna drill him a little bit. But uh, moving on. Uh, let's let's hear from the friends from Wait Hawaiian Flex, bro. How are you doing, man? Cute, cute, meep, meep. What's up? What's up? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. What's up? What's up? What's up? Yes, sir. Hello. Um, I'm Hawaiian Flex. I represent um, the Wade Project from IPX and Crypto. IPX is the new company name for Line Friends. Um, Wade is supposed to be a virtual entertainer, which you know does everything in Web two and Web three. Um, uh, keywords would be music, fashion, and his co-creator is a very famous fashion director who was um, the director for brands like Stussy, Undefeated, G Dragons, Peace Minus One. So if you know, um, Wade is heavily supported by G-Dragon himself, um, his brand, Peace Minus One as well. So yeah, we're going to do more stuff in fashion, music. Uh, Wade's going to do great things. He's going to be a brand of his own. Um, and to the question for fashion, um, yeah, I think I kind of have to lean with uh, Digi over there. I'm a big fan of 90s hip-hop, uh, uh, Wu-Tang, uh, Tupac. Uh, Biggie, you know, I, I really, I can resonate a, a lot to um, those times. I think that was definitely the golden era for anything, fashion, culture, music, everything. So that would be my go-to answer. <laughs> awesome. Looks like we have the right gang here, right? Uh, you guys love the golden era. All right. Today has so many uh, tons of things to unpack. Uh, before that, let's go over to uh, Mind Blower. How you doing, buddy? Hey, hello, Picker. Thank you for your time. Thank you guys for having me in this session. 
Yeah, I'm sorry so, I'm late. So I thought that it was going to be like an hour, you know? And it's like right now. Ah, <laughs> uh, because we have that one hour different time, time zone, Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Bro, bro, that. bro. I have to say, you remember the last time we did Spaces? We have the same problem. Mm. <laughs> because like, I assume that we are from Asia country and we just share the same time. Yeah, but right. actually, we have one hour difference. Oh, yeah. man. But you missed the question. So the question is yeah. basically this. Um, you know, if you were to bring back one staff, you know, back, back to now, what style would it be? What style? Well, maybe like retro, I think like 80s, you know, and I think like it's like still like uh, on trend right now. I think like 80s and Y2K, it's still, uh, it's, um, you know, uh, it's on the trend of like fashion right now. And I'm, on t- I'm also like into that kind of fashion as well. So yeah, maybe that one. Awesome, awesome. So just give us a little bit deep dive into uh, Mind Blower and a, a little bit intro about yourself, you know, how you came yeah. involved with the project and then we'll move on. Yeah, sure, sure. Okay, uh, thank you. Um, so my name is Nigel Bajil, currently the CEO of Mind Blower. So Mind Blower Universe is uh, one of a cartoon IP, an extension brand of Tahi Lalat. So Tahi Lalat is basically, it's one of the biggest cartoon IP in Asia. We're famous at making comics and social media, and our cl- latest collaboration is with Cryon Sinchan doing a crossover IP. And then our, under Mindblown Studio, we, ho- we also have uh, different kind of business units from web to comics, in real life, food and beverage, restaurant. We also have our factory to produce uh, merchandise and toys. And yeah, Mindblown Universe is a cartoon that is um, giving birth in the metaverse. So we have a big deal here in Indonesia. And currently, we are also exploring the realm of Web2 fashion. We just uh, actually we did a collaboration with Adidas this year, so we're like uh, having their commission to do their um, interior design for their rocks, for their carpets, and then any uh, other design for their um, um, you know a neon box and something like that. And then we'll just also release our uh, latest special collection. It's called Mind Blown Fresh Swimwear. It's a capsule collection of digital merchandise with seven different articles exclusively for our NFT holders. And not only that, we're going to create our this, you know, the kind of Sims play, metaverse play. So every digital asset that our uh, holders own, it's going to be implemented and can be customized to their own avatar because we do believe that in the future, people will be represented by their digital avatar as well as web three fashion as well as well as you know uh, brands so brands it's not only going to provide any kind of physical items but also digital items for their you know digital self so that's what that's what we believe in the future yep cool cool and uh Maeve, i just have to tease you buddy like you know based on all their answers i know you're definitely so way more younger than them because you're the only one that mentioned skinny jeans bro so <laughs> <laughs> directly from your answer we already know what's up okay let's let's rotate to the last speaker space runner you know representing uh belmain how are you doing man? hello hello um my name is water dragon or officially my name is franco i'm the product marketing manager at space runners it's a very big pleasure that you're having us here and very nice to see you all. A little bit of background of what we do. Uh, we're a fashion tech platform. We're trying to merge the physical and digital worlds like a lot of us are doing here. Um, you've probably heard about us through our recent collaboration with Balmain, where we sold out on our physical shoes. And then with physical shoes, you get the digital twin of the shoe. 
uh, it was very exciting. It was a very, very interesting time for us. Uh, what we're trying to build in the future is something more exciting, including very interesting self-expression tools that I cannot really re reveal everything at the moment. But basically, our goal is to bring more people into Web3. So we're trying to um, bring more physical goods as digital wearables, just like you previously mentioned the digital avatars and digital wearables. That's also what we're trying to do. And then in that way, we enable new ways of self-expression, removing all the physical boundaries, all the uh, physical laws, so we can go wild in the metaverse. So yeah. That's that's us. <laughs> yeah. So since we have a female on the panel, uh, what fashion brand would you pick? Oh, right. Okay. Or oh, what, what what fashion trend? Okay. Sorry, what fashion trend? Maybe a different. Answer. <laughs> I think I think I'd go with one of my favorite fashion moments was the Balmain skinny army dresses. I don't know how much you you know about this. This was I think like ten years ago. It's like strappy military dresses mini dresses in uh, olive and khaki colors. I really like that. So I think I want to bring that because nobody's wearing those anymore. I think I want to bring those back. Yeah, yeah. You, you definitely stay true to the team of the yeah. team domain. You didn't say anything else. So, okay, okay. You, you're sticking to your script. <laughs> no, All right, I can see right. it. I, I can see really that. Like that. <laughs> One of the biggest like excitement for me was working with Balman just because of that because I really love their creative director. So it was pretty, pretty cool to work with them. I feel like the, the one thing that we forgot to do while getting into this icebreaking session is for everybody to share their styles, man. Because like now I'm trying to picture it and I can't picture it. It's like, <laughs> I'm doing my best. But I can't because it's like, you know, blast from the past. But like we, we don't have uh, picture references. I think we got, I, I think uh, I take the blame though. I'll take the blame. I'll, I'll definitely like uh, be more proactive in like, guys, let's, let's use, you know, the, the thing, this thing done by Twitter, you know, pin stuff up there. So like, you know, we, we can all share the love all together. <laughs> I just got to put it out there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But no worries, bro. Like we can always do now throughout the spaces. Uh, so guys, uh, whoever listening to it, just find a picture on Google, whatever styles that you like comment it on the comment segment you know later before the end of the show we can go through edit and be like ah that is not the faction that wiped you you know and, and just shit on him so yeah, let's let's move on man all right so we, we did the rounds glad to know everybody here has a good fashion taste except for Maeve uh but no worries bro we're gonna go into web3 fashion and let's go again so Maeve <laughs> you're busting your balls bro all right tell me Maeve who who Let's dive down. Who you want to go first, and uh, you have the stage, my man. Sure thing, sure thing. I think uh, I think Puke uh, because he's uh, he, he's such a great host. Uh, he, he missed out our friends at the uh, ABC, and uh, sir, sir, um, hop on stage. Uh, give us a brief intro, man. Uh, let's start with the the ice breaking session question, which uh, you missed. No problem. So the question was, which uh, fashion trend would you want to bring back from the from the past? And uh, yeah. Just uh, give a brief intro of uh, where, where you're from uh, and what you do, man. Hey, hi guys. Thanks for having me on, man. Uh, what I would like to have back, which fashion? Uh? Hmm, I'm more of a sneakers guy. So, Onjuka Tigers, Mexico 66. Um, yeah, it'd be nice if uh, that, 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 that shoe came back in trend because I bought quite a fair bit of them back in the past. But uh, yeah, and uh, anyway, so what do we do? Yeah. So Asia Blockchain Center, we're basically uh, uh, we're trying to be the next hub in Asia, um, and we're based off in based off in Malaysia. A um, couple of years 
ago, two years ago, I think, you know, the group, we started developing a lot of uh, games, apps, and whatnot. Uh, but, you know, we are just looking at, I mean, most of them are either fully developed or halfway developed right now, and we are looking to maybe launch them on the market. Uh, as, like, rediscuss re, re our strategy and stuff like that, you know, and see when, when we can launch our stuff, our games. And some of our games, you know, when it comes to uh, fashion, it's pretty in line in the sense that, you know, we we will allow the community to customize certain things like uh, certain avatars and get royalties off those and, and whatnot on, on, on our platform. So, yeah, I mean, anything else? <laughs> no, no. I mean, uh, let, let's put it at that. Thanks for sharing. Uh, so how how many uh how many Onizukas did you get, man? Was it like uh like the real hardcore sneaker? You got like thirty all in the different colorway or like you know? No, 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 no not that many lah. But uh, I'm into like Jordans and Jordans is are timeless, I guess to a certain extent. Tigers, yeah, I don't know, just a few pairs, maybe five six pairs. Mm. Nice, love it, love it. All right, so now, oof, oof, I want to start. Oof. I'm excited, I'm excited. Too many things I want to ask, man. <laughs> <laughs> let's get into it. Let's get into it, man. Woo. All right, let's uh, let's start with Wade, man. Let's start with Wade. Mr. Ryan, how are you in flex, my man? Um, I know that uh, Wade has uh, this uh, super massive, uh, what's it called, like a balloon blow up at the uh, Seoul uh, Sneaker Con. Tell, tell me more about that, man. How How's that coming along? How, how did that, uh, was it like a inspiration kind of thing? Or like, you know, how, how did that come about? Oh, so uh, I'm glad you brought that up because, um, you know, um, Asia Blog was just talking about sneakers and there's a global sneaker exhibition called Sneakers and Box that goes around the world, does sneaker exhibitions, um, you know, they exhibit hundreds and hundreds of, you know, like valuable sneakers that go over like 50K in value and stuff like that. They have Jordans, they have, you know, rare Air Force Ones, everything in there and, you know, they were doing a world tour. They're doing, they do a world tour every year. And this year they um, decided to do that at one of the iconic places in Seoul. Uh, it's called Sejong Cultural Complex. And um, they wanted Wei to be the main theme character for that event this year and also be a digital docent for the event. So what we have over there, when we go to Sejong Complex, there's a big um, inflatable Wade balloon sleeping in the center of Sejong Center. And also, if you go enter the exhibition, there's um, some sneakers which have QR codes on their like boxes, and then you can scan it, and then you know Wade pops up, and then he kind of you know tells you about the story of the sneakers and everything. Yeah, thank you for pinning that up. Um, so yeah, I think it's a big um, cultural like um, you know milestone for us because. Not only is that place one of the most iconic places in Seoul, but it's also, you know, it's just, um, it means a lot for us to be able to host an event in that, um, you know, in that level. So, yeah, just feel totally blessed, totally lucky. Um, feels like a dream. Yep. Um, you know, that, that, uh, inflatable was massive bro like you, you guys can see in the picture uh, building that up but one thing I love about it is like you know when you talk about weight it's actually building that whole IP right um, you know before even just diving into for example web3 fashion people have to got to know who's weight and because of that they like the merch you know they like the collapse and stuff like that so it's interesting take that you know right now I see weight has like two verticals right in terms of like fashion and music so tell me more like you know what makes uh you guys decided to say hey you know besides fashion let's do also weight and uh 
bro, that mix, it was fire, man. It was the first... I like... I love to watch, like, you know, Chris Luno uh, and all those house music kind of stuff. And uh, seeing Wade just becoming that DJ, they, they call it like an AR DJ, right? Uh, tell me that whole process. Yeah, so... Um, so you're just asking about the music part, right? For now, right? Yep, yep. Yeah, so right now, what we do is... Um, it's either two things. So... First, we have a shadow producer. We have several shadow producers and DJs that are tied to Wade. So they create the music and um, we, we create videos where um, we have motion capture tech applied onto um, actual DJs. They put that on. They put the suit on. They do motion so that graphic translates into Wade DJing and doing music. And then the pre-produced music is applied on that video to make a video of way DJing and making music. So that's how we run. But also one big thing that we're trying to do um, around this fall is we're trying to work with one of the world's most, um, you know, famous art curator slash uh, producer to create like a massive, massive uh, performance gig with Wade. Um, I don't know if you guys know, like, uh, a tale of us, anima, um, that level of scheme. Um, we're trying to do something big this fall so that everyone in the world at least knows about Wade. It doesn't have to be about knowing them uh, about the NFT uh, per se, but, you know, just making everyone in the world that loves music um, know more about Wade, we think is, you know, super important and th- will mean more in the long run. Uh, rather than just only uh, talking about the NFT side of it. Ryan, Puke, uh, did you just say Anima? Was it the guy in, uh, I think, his video trended, the one in the London Printworks? Was it that guy? Yeah, yeah. Um, it's A-N-Y-M-A. Um, in, that, in that level, I'm not saying Anima himself, but, you know, that kind of, you know, grand performance that we're trying to build something like that this fall. Puke, was it intense? I felt it was really intense, man. It was like, <laughs> from the inflatable, there's massive, intense, <laughs> from to, to music, man. Yeah, yeah. but just just one more question before I rotate. I'm really keen in terms of, like, you, you said, you know, you the guys launched multiple collabs, right? Uh, you know, with G-Jagran, with Laika, and stuff like that. And one more thing is this whole sneaker thing that you guys do. So uh, tell, tell, tell me more about that, that whole launch. Uh, which sneaker? We're we're not launching sneakers. The the event? Do you mean? Yep, the event. So it's it's not a sneaker event. It's just uh, you guys are there to promote the IP. Um. Well, yeah, we're doing both things. So sneakers unboxed already. It's an established exhibition um, that shows a lot of different shoes um, and sneakers and. Um, they usually run it without any kind of character or any kind of, you know, uh, main um, go-to IP that represents the event. But they thought, you know, they were looking into different characters that could, you know, really uh, bond well with the event. And they landed their eyes on Wade. They reached out to us. And, you know, we also think Wade represents a lot in fashion, streetwear. Um, and a lot of the collaborative brands that he worked with are very much in line with those, you know, rare Nike sneakers and everything. So we also thought it was a perfect fit. Um, so I think it took us like a month and a half to prepare everything, you know, prepare digital Dawson clips, uh, making QR codes embedded into the system, 
uh, get that balloon ready. Uh, the one Meve loves. Um, yeah, so it's like a it's like a co-marketed thing. Um, we market the um, event together with Wade. They market their uh, they market Wade along with the event. So it's like a win-win thing. Awesome, awesome. All right, uh, let's shift over to uh, DG, my man. Um, so, so tell me more about you know uh, recently. Obviously, everybody knows about it. The whole um, you know buying over from a new company and stuff like that. Tell me more about like how did that whole you know partnership broke it? Right. Um, well, you know, it's 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 not a news. It's it's it's, it's not a news. Um, we all know already that um, Digimental Studio, the parent company which is responsible for uh, for the hype and the, and the collection, has been acquired by the Vertex Labs, um, which is basically an Asian-based uh, company. Um, so the Vertex Labs and and, and Digimental, what what does it mean for us? You know. Uh, Actually, it means it means a lot because the vertex itself, you know, these are guys they they stand behind they, they own coin. Speaking of the Caduceus and the, the CNP and the, and cutting edge technology, you know, um, they've got their own metaverse called the Light Cycle, which is being in development but very very um, close to to complete complete. Um, so what it means for Hape, it's actually like it's it's, it's the new dawn. It's the new beginning of the Hape 2.0 era, and obviously, like uh, we're still going to continue with the old ethos and the strategy we had previously. However, they're gonna be turned into um, into into a new scenarios within within the new owners. So. Um, as you guys know, as you guys know previously, right? The way we started, right? We from the very beginning we went very straight into like we want to position ourselves um, in between the secret triangle, as I call it. You know, the hate for us was always in the middle of the storm between the culture, fashion, and the music because we were calling ourselves the the, the lifestyle brand. Um, so ethos of that is still the same. However, we want to come back much closer to, to the web tree and the whole fundamentals of, of the space itself. So, um, you know, speaking of a community, speaking of the collaboration, speaking of the further development, um, the way where we're going and the MVP product, which we're working on called uh, the Hapewalk, which is the ultimate uh, place for brands and the people to express themselves uh, in the digital space and also like get get a new exposure. So um, there's quite a lot of stuff happening, you know, in regards to the hype itself, because, uh, you know, like, as, as you guys might know or, or not, we've just released our physical capsule as well, you know, which is basically, it's a physical, it's a digital, because, you know, it also has a representation in, in, the, in the Web3 where our holders are being able to trade those pieces as a single NFTs and then basically, like, you know, wear them attached to their characters. So, you know, we still stay within the same echoes um, of the digital fashion, what we are planning to do. However, the whole of the expansion and, and the way to go will be much more the Asian market focused, you know, and, and this is where the hype itself wants to strengthen their presence in the forthcoming future. Yep. I think, you know, before we um, run the, the second round, right, the, even the first round, Black Paris said, you know, they are, they are focused, a lot of their stores, they open in Asia. And you right now, you know, when the whole takeover from the new new company, you guys are also focusing on Asia. Is it just a specific thing? Um, because you guys see, like, for example, the buying power of fashion trend in Asia is much more stronger. Or what was that whole concept behind, hey, you know, let's, let's target or focus in Asia, uh, 
yeah, let me know your thoughts on it. Bro. Oh, it mainly, it, 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 first of all, like there are, there are a few things, right? You know, so obviously, like, you know, for us, it's, it's great to expand and, you know, approach the market, which, you know, for people like us, ourselves, like, you know, we are Western people and we don't necessarily understand that the Asian market, you know, as well as the people that comes from the Asia. Uh, and then uh, the sec- second part on top of that, as I mentioned, right, you know, we, we've just got a, we just got an Asian owner. So, you know, it's a very natural way, you know, for, for, for these guys, you know, to approach the, 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 the local playground um, as it's been planned, you know, for, for quite a long time. So, um, yes, we talk, we talk, we talk, uh, about the whole of the Asia in general. Obviously, like, you know, the, the, the Hague is going to explore globally as, as it intended, but, you know, in the forthcoming, forthcoming months, you know, direction goes east. Yep. And uh, one thing I got to say, man, like those color tone orange uh, that you released with the recent Ordinals hype, man, it's going to sell well. You already know that you guys are doing it on team. So, so you know, the, the holders, you know, after hearing this, you know, um, obviously the mission goal is the same, but because of all this whole acquisition, it's able you to push forward, right? So tell me more like, you know, uh, right now with this acquisition, you guys launching, you already launched, you know, plenty of stuff. What's next? Like more items or is it more towards targeting, like coming to Asia in real life events, you know, joining uh, NFT pro- uh, events and stuff. Is that anything in your there's, pipeline? Like there's, this? There's, there's quite a lot actually, you know, on, uh, from if, if if you look on the future development, right, you're gonna find something in all of the all from from all of the angles, right? So speaking of um, the holders and you know what actually the acquisition is going to going to help us to activate, you know, is the staking program, you know, in the way that we were not able to run it locally um, as as intended. And where we're going with where we're going with the whole ecosystem and the fashion verse as our ultimate playground is basically the constant supply of the new items for the people. Because we know the people, they love to customize, you know, they don't characters. They want to look fresh, they want to look different. And basically they want to they want to stand out in this in the digital spaces. But at the same time, we want to give them the reason, you know, to invest in that. So, you know, speaking speaking of the Hapes ecosystem and the rarity score, as we were introducing previously, right? You know, the ultimate goal is to make you get back the more you get back from, from, from the creators. You know, I'm not going to spoil all of the details yet because, you know, obviously, you know, that that pushes me into securities conversation, you know, and that's, 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 not, the, <laughs> yeah. that's not the place for it, you know, and, and, and I'm not even mentioning that, but, you know, there is a huge plan to work around that. Also strengthening the, the, the partnership part within the, the real brands. But at the same time, you know, we're talking about the, the, the digital, you know, the people that we can collaborate with in the Web3 space because the Web3, as you guys know yourself, you know, it's, it's all about the collaboration. So we want to bring much more of the digital players into our ecosystem as well as appear in the other ecosystems uh, at the same time. Um, yay. Yeah, bro. You you know that it's serious. Uh, when projects come in and say, "Yo, bro, like I can't release all because of like NDA and stuff like that," you know behind there's a serious company because I've spoken to tons of projects and hey, man, like it's not every time that you can release tons of stuff. You know, IP related issue is always sensitive, but it seems like 
I mean, I'm a happy man. Like tons of you guys saying that you're gonna explore to Asia. Like I'm happy. I'm from Asia. That's great. Um, uh, I'm gonna throw it over to Black Paris. Before you throw it over, I just want to yeah. say, though, like, uh, for for the for the audience today, new audience. Um, one thing that me and Puka are very very familiar with is uh, we always uh, get our legs pulled. So uh, whenever we, we want to learn more about the project, we only know that the best alpha is coming. It is going to come, but guys, guys, stay no, no, tuned. Stay, stay tuned, tuned guys. guys. What are you talking about? Stay tuned. The spaces are not for the real alpha. Spaces are for teaser to get you excited, and then you go dive in and DYOR. Bro, bro, that's like the safe thing to do these days, man. That is the only thing we get, guys. That's it. I gotta let you know there's, there's no alpha here, but you always get the major teasers. That, that's it, guys. That's it. Uh, awesome stuff. All right, Maeve, your turn. Throw it to Black Paris, man. Tons of stuff to talk about. Pomo boys, my man. Yo, yo, yo. So, 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 let, let's start with uh, Fortnite, man. Fortnite collab. Yeah. Well, oof. tell me more about that, man. Like, yo, yo, Fortnite. Yeah, yes, yeah. <laughs> yeah that, was a, that was a really big one. We're pretty happy with this. Uh, so, the goal was a physical collab in a way that we did some merch for Fortnite. So, Black Party 6 Fortnite merch. It was pretty, pretty good, though. Like, huge hype. Uh, I would say we have another one coming, not with Fortnite, but that was the first step with Fortnite. Next step would be probably to try to get some uh, black uh, digital wearables in Fortnite. So that's what we're looking for right now. I don't know if it's going to be possible because they had like huge brands like Balenciaga and all, but at least we're trying. And since the physical drop worked pretty well, uh, I mean, we have our chances. But now we're focusing on next big collaborations. But uh, we've done Fortnite this year. We have... Uh, collab with W Hotel in Taiwan where we do black afternoon tea party every week uh, so it's like a whole set of uh, black macaron black uh, uh, cookies black tea and all that so then you go bus we've done also we've done Castify uh, and next one to come I cannot say uh, but ah, you go there, there you go there you go bro. oh no oh, uh, dude, can... you're doing so well man you're like you know we got the the Fortnite we got the whole black tea party and it's just like it's just like going through and then like ah oh, but we you know I, I can't like, but I you, can't, you, you know it is with web two companies like is if the deal is not signed and all like you cannot disclose so it's it's really moving forward like we're last round of negotiation but it should be good i can only say it's with uh, something as big as fortnite probably even more well known in worldwide uh and it's gonna be with a sports team but i cannot say more so <laughs> all right bro, bro, i, I have to cut it in like you know before you you are with black paris and after like yeah. tell me you know everything that you use is black the the what <laughs> everything right now that you use that you own is it black in color bro uh, I'm full black right now, full black dress, like from shoes to t-shirts, socks, underwear, earpods, earpods, everything black. Oh man, like. Oh, it's... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh, one, one thing I love one thing I love about, you know, um, showing everything, like the whole page is black, right? Like it's yeah. just really black. Uh, one thing I love, my color is also black, but I just can't imagine like, you know, whole bedroom, uh, you know, the caps, the, the, the bed sheet, um, yeah. my mic pure black you know you was uh you was asking before like why we we picked asia uh and that was an interesting question uh it, it's more me it's not me because i wasn't here when they started black but uh, i know i've talked about it and pretty much it started off instagram of course so 
we saw that the hype was more in Asia. But then when they started to analyze uh, why it's more because black is not really like only a fashion brand in a way that we don't do only clothing. We do like it's we call that a lifestyle brand because we do home products, we do uh, decorations, we do pretty much everything. We do black cars, black villas uh, is coming in Spain uh, next summer. So there is a bunch of things. And we saw that in Asia, they, they, have, uh, they like more when it's like conceptual brand and you can get the, the whole thing, you know, you can get your black uh, apartment, your black outfit. And you know, when you can pretty much follow a brand and have it like in your home and have it in your style, like it works way more in Asia. It's more the meta, you know, than in Europe. Oh man, so like cars and all, you just murder it black. That's it, right? <laughs> I mean, we do, yeah. We did some black Lambo, some black McLaren. It was pretty nice, like for some jobs opening. Awesome. All right. Um, and here, no, go ahead. Stuff, man, it's like just yeah, yeah. black murder. All right. All right, all right. You got it. You got it. All right. I want to talk more about the Fortnite collab, right? So you, you say yep. physical products. Uh, yes. How about like digital skins and stuff? Is there something that you guys are also actively doing or you guys are just on physical products so for now we've done physical products next step would be that but that is still in discussion because it's a bit harder to get from them you know so i don't want to say we'll get it for sure uh we're trying to i don't know if it's gonna happen but i hope uh, we'll do everything for it so we're ready then it depends on fortnite of course <laughs> awesome awesome so you were talking about you know you guys are not just doing like a clothing brand but in, in terms of a lifestyle brand right i see yes. like that's crazy you know there's backpack there's notebook like how big yeah. is your inventory or your sku of products like right now how big i don't even know because we we do everything for a home everything decoration then we do also digital goods like uh, wallpaper black emojis black preset filters for your pictures uh you get everything for your office everything for your home uh a lot of things made. I don't even know. Hundreds of products, different ones. We have our own factories and all supply chain, so it makes everything way easier, you know. Damn, I didn't know Asian love black so much, but yeah, my my t shirt, my wardrobe is all black. Um, it's yeah, the same. They do. I we, met... we did, uh, <laughs> like Paris at the um, at the wall this year behind the Asian TV awards. So like celebrities, they had to stop in front of the black uh, Paris wall to take the picture and all. So it's pretty big in Asia. I think it was five hundred million viewer. So pretty, pretty big. FOMO, like you, the I, I couldn't find anything about the the black tea body, but like if you have it, just just pin something up. That that'd be dope. Uh, I got a question, man. Like, uh, for so I'll, I just want to circle back to, to the Fortnite thing. Um, mm-hmm. like w- was that collab like uh, intended more of like uh exposure or was it you know like a bit of both? Because like uh, obviously Fortnite, we are like at least like digital collectibles, right? Games and yes. Uh, what's it called? The uh in-game purchases are. Well, a lot, right? It can it can hit quite a certain amount. So, was the whole strategy behind this collab uh, focused on like you know increasing NFT sales, or more towards like you know exposure or like a bit of both? Uh... So, to be honest, it's a bit of both. Um, usually, like of course, we have a big Web two brand. Like the the, the company is pretty big uh, in Web two, so we do have access to big collabs and all, and it always have impact on Web three. This, I would say, was more of a Web2 collab since we did physical products, but we've still linked it to the Web3 in a way that our holders had like exclusive access plus like a lot of discounts. So we tried to link both, but it was more of a Web2 collab uh, uh, at, at the origins, you know? How how crazy everybody went when that... Uh, uh, I mean, already 5x in a day, I think. Yeah, so it was it was dope. 
All right. That, that that's me. You you, you want to go back to home brands because like you know I, I'm just gonna leave it to you since you have all the the black stuff. I'm just gonna push it back. To you. <laughs> I'm back. Nice. I'm back to you, man. Oh man, like okay, let us pass it on. Uh, we we have later more stuff to chat, but I just want to throw back to mind blower, man. Like, hey, bro, how you doing? Yo, how you doing? I'm good. I'm good. I'm Still good. Space, just yeah. just right before the space, you bro, you tease me with some, you know, some crazy stuff and you say you're not gonna write a thread uh because you're gonna share it on spaces. So the time <laughs> is yours, bro. You gotta do it right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think like a lot of people now is talking about, you know, uh web three fashion and I think like we need to distinguish between like a digital and also like web three fashion. And I think like uh essentially it's like the merge of digital and physical uh world you know and i think it's a very very new term it used to be like only digital fashion even though back in 2020 or 2021 i remember no one is talking about web3 fashion it's only like digital fashion or maybe like a meta fashion and i think before we have um you know more exploration on that i mean like we need to know the fundamentals of um you know web3 fashion i think like two years ago digital fashion is only like when you buy any kind of digital attire then then you can customize or bespoke to any kind of photo you want. So let's say like uh, this avant-garde fashion like Rick Owens or maybe like Yoji Yamamoto, then I uh, try to purchase it in the Web2 mechanism, then the platform will bespoke the attire for us. Maybe you guys are familiar with dress acts, fabricant, replicant, digital acts. Assume like this is the first you know, uh, generation of uh, um, uh, uh, digital fashion. And then the game, the gaming and the Metaverse project came in, you know. We call it as, like, uh, digital wearables. So when you have the token, you actually, like, need to, uh, you can customize to your avatar or any kind of your character or maybe, like, playable character or maybe, like, PFP traits. So it's mostly uh, used in gaming, avatar, Metaverse project, let's say, like, Decentraland, CryptoVoxel, Genie, and I think like Doodles too, as well as like uh, going on this way as well. And then for the second generation is digital or meta fashion. When you, when you have the digital token, you can customize into the in real life photo or maybe like for uh, uh, augmented, reali- uh, augmented reality. So usually this can be you know used by high-end fashion brand or maybe like designer. And then the third generation is the digital fashion. I think like most of this case is used by NFT projects like Artifact with CloneX Forging, Azuki with PBT, and I mean like even Pudgy Toys, but the tokenization approach is different right now. So um, in the previous era, it's more like to from digital to physical, right? So when you own the digital, you can redeem to get the, you know, the physical item. But for now, like what, um, you know, Azuki uh, is doing and maybe like Pudgy Toys as well, uh, owning the physical item, then you can redeem the, uh, you know, the digital asset. And this can be a separated asset or maybe like these things are tied together. I think like the most interestingly uh, things is when the physical item is perish, is what's what going to happen with the digital asset, you know? I think that one thing that is uh, worth uh, to explore. And I think in the last generation, the fourth generation, I call it as a digital wearables fashion. So you own the digital asset and then you can get the physical asset and then you can customize into your avatar or for your PFP. So that's actually like essentially what we're going to do with uh, um, Mindblown Universe. So um, for us, it's more than just following a trend. 
Our first digital collection is just the beginning of our big roadmap, which is making the Sims where people are able to customize their own digital wearables, furnitures, and character in our website. So when they buy the digital, it's not only that they can able to claim the physical, but they can also wear it into a PFP or avatar. So while we're building this infrastructure and gamification, we're aiming to have a partnership, but you know, tend to have a more like an IP crossover. You know, not like not like not like an um, a collaboration with uh, brands. So we have some lineups that I cannot tell for you guys right now. <laughs> but uh, talking about intellectual property, I think like there are four fundamental things. The first one is the content. The second one is the experience. The third one is the product, and then the fourth one is the expansion. Expansion is like we're doing any kind of collaboration with Web2 brands. And then the products, I think like for now, especially in this bear market era, uh, how we can generate revenue is like through the retail, you know? Because if we're going to aim for content, content contribute less significant revenue. But content is essential for commercialization and also like for business development. So significant revenue should be made by producing a product. Because at the end of the day, we need to expand the business on the retail. So for yep. the help of the expansion to have the network, to help the sell the products. And then we as a Web3 project as well, we need to find the distinctive products that is strongly can be you know, accepted in the, in the market. And it's also important to link you know, the Web2 and Web3 as well. So it's not only happen in the physical world, but also in like the metaverse as well. Yeah, I think that. I think like that's bro. Right. There's there's tons of stuff to unpack, man. Like you you are not <laughs> lying that you you're gonna write a thread. Uh, but be, because it's so much, you better just tell it on spaces. But one <laughs> thing I I did caught up is um you talking about that whole experience, right? So yeah. when we see, for example, artifact, um, they they make you mint the NFT and then have forging, uh, yeah. which is the same as you guys, right? You guys sell the NFT and then have that whole claim. So how how do you think how important is this? You know besides just for normal projects, for example, an NFT project just to sell the merch versus an NFT project that sells it through a NFT and later on you can claim, like what you said, right? Uh, what's happened, what will happen after the claim? Like for, for Artifact, basically, you know, we, we don't know yet uh, whether it can be used in-game for, for example, Metaverse expansion and stuff like that. So going back to this, going to throw back to you, bro. How about your um, direction on this? Yeah. I think like through the NFTs, it can grant you the ownership and the authenticity of the uh, product. But other than that, I think it's also like one of the way to signify which one is our super fans. So from that, I think like we can ha- we can give the reward for those who own the NFT, and then we can you know merge the you know any kind of perks and benefits because at the end of the day, I want to create the super fans collection so they able to you know. You know, essentially, it's all about the collectibles, right? When you have the sneakers, when you have this, um, you know, um, um, a T-shirt or maybe like a hoodie. And then as well as the uh, digital fashion as well. So the point is how we can merge the, the, the physical to the digital experience. And that's why, like, um, this um, digital needs to be catered to the uh, avatar as well. So it's going to be a whole new complete ecosystem of, uh, I would say, like uh, Web3 fashion. And I think like in the future, these brands is not only providing um, physical item, but also like digital item for the uh, digital representation of their self. 
because you know maybe it can be used through uh, augmented reality or maybe like skin in the game you know so i think like that's more of the direction that we believe in the future awesome awesome all right um before we go on to other speakers man i gotta introduce uh my man Nikki, Nikki from Rock Radio, bro. Like when you talk about Web Three Fashion, he is the right man to be leading the Web Three Fashion show. So, how are you doing, brother? I'm so glad that you are here. You know, despite your busy schedule, I know you are doing like tons of in real life stuff. So, go ahead, bro. Introduce yourself a little bit. GM, GM, everyone. I'm really happy to be here. I was afraid that I'm gonna miss this titanic space let's call it this way and i'm really happy that you actually you're having some presence in fashion space as well and uh yeah i do believe that i'm well connected with some of the speakers out here so familiar faces one of the things that i just heard for the last 10 minutes is that you all guys show that Web3 fashion is not just about digital fashion, but there are so many different ways how you can innovate, whether it's through VR, AR, whether it's through actual fashion collectibles, digital wearables. I do believe that the future for Web3 fashion is bright just because at the same level as digital art is innovating the space right now, I do believe that Digital fashion and Web3 fashion is what will bring masses to the space in the upcoming years. Actually, I want to share something interesting with all of you. I don't know if you have seen this latest tweet by Julian from Dressex family, but Dressex, Rag Radio, how, how do you like this thing, Duke? Show me, show me, bro. Um, I just pinned it. I just pinned it at the top. You should be able to see. Here's the latest Drag Radio PFP of 20K supply with Dressex digital wearable, something that you can wear through AR filters, something that you can wear on your PFP or avatar as digital identity. And I do believe that's a perfect example of how this Web3 fashion should have no limitations in terms of creativity, no limitations in terms of how we represent ourselves, right? Bro, I, I dig it, man. I, I saw that whole PFP right now. Rock Radio into fashion? Let's go, buddy. Let's go. I mean, it's not alpha or something. When the time comes, Rock Radio going to announce some things on their side. Dressex going to announce some things on their side. But it's just a sneak peek of what is possible when we connect different communities, when we connect different collections out there. I shared this PFP with Julian, I guess, two, three months ago, and the man just got it from the same moment. Hey, this is what we need to show Farouk. This is what every Rag Radio creator and host should have to be able to regenerate redesign their own pfp so yeah i mean like fashion brands fa digital fashion brands fashion collection through nfts who are still in this space i do believe that the only way to innovate the only way to stay relevant is by having this wardrobes by having this opportunities for you to redesign your digital identity not waiting for the next mint collection not waiting for season two or whatsoever but actually being able to redesign your 
OG NFT PFPs that uh, you got years ago and make it as stylish as possible. That's exactly what uh, Board Apes are doing. That's exactly what Adidas is doing with the latest drop half a year ago. And I'm a huge fan of it because I do believe that eventually all of the projects that are on stage here today will move in this direction, if not already now. Yep, yeah, lo- loving it, bro, loving it. Uh, you definitely come here, unpack loads of stuff. But hey, man, every PFP, there's always like, you know, fashion that can be added to that PFP, right? Um, t- talking about this, let's shift it over to Space Runners uh, because I want to talk a little bit more in terms of, you know, like fashion metaverse. I know you guys are a big fan of it. So Water Dragon, uh, tell me your thoughts on it, man. I mean, first of all, I really have to say everyone just got straight to the point of what I wanted to say about the whole like digital wearables, the future of fashion and so on. I think I just want to add something more because we were we just did the Balmain thing where we did the digital wearables as in shoes. I think it's pretty interesting to visualize like everybody's doing different things. They're doing uh, eyewear, they're doing uh, PFPs, they're doing uh, clothes, but I think it's a very important aspect to also do uh, shoes as well. And what we're currently building is something that we merge um, physical shoes with NFTs. So in the very, very first beginning, we wanted to do buy the NFT and get the physical shoe. But then we said it might be easier to onboard Web2 people by actually selling the the physical uh, shoes first and then just um, redeeming the the digital version of the shoe. And I think this is an important point I wanted to point out that we have to be like our our mission as, as a company is to onboard as many people as we can into this digital era because it's just going to be accelerating the whole digitalization of 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 the fashion um on the fashion metaverse side i think we believe that in the future i think we all agree on this i i heard a few other speakers on the panel also talk about this we all agree that in the future i think more and more people will be spending more time online and i think we've seen this with a lot of social media uh, channels we've seen i mean even myself i spend a lot of time thinking about my social media profile how am i gonna look for these digital friends that I have, am I gonna, is my profile picture nice enough? Is my Instagram post nice enough? And I think this is just gonna get, this is just gonna evolve into something more serious where we really, really seriously focus on our visual appearance online and our digital identity. Um, so yeah, we're, we're building this. We, I mean, I cannot really reveal right now what we're building, but it's going to be a, let me say, uh, a tool which will help you, even though you're not a creator or a designer, it's going to help you design things in a more easier way. If I haven't revealed a lot, but everything, <laughs> but it's all right. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. It's, it's good enough. It's good. I mean, like we we got the idea. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yep, yep. But I I think it's interesting, right? Like uh, I didn't aware of this. Uh, but what Nikita said and what you said actually, you know, it is kind of aligned, right? Like right now we care whether the PFP is good or not, right? That's why you know we mean a certain project just because the art is good. Uh, and after you minting it, you know, if you can, you know, probably change your thread, change your trade, you know, uh, add more cool stuff, cool features, you would do it. Why? Just because you want to have a better visual impact 
on online for you know just like just look at me i'm smoking maybe it's not so i'm, I'm cooler than him right so it, it's just like you know this kind of stuff that happens that really shows hey you know people are aware of it uh, but uh, another interesting take is that you know I'm seeing a lot of these term fidgeters moving moving out right uh, whereby you can claim your physical product and then you know instantly you get value so going back to what you know Nigel said able to have that NFT later on go or transfer into you know fashion metaverse or even in your PFP man I mean like that will be crazy so uh, we did the round and I'm not forgetting my brother Win. Um, how are you doing bro and thanks for waiting till the end but I gotta ask you know based on your whole you know um, experience in the web tree what is the main thing you feel that you know why fashion brands should be, should have a community in Web3 rather than just adapting to the traditional selling method? Uh, <laughs> okay, first of all, I think uh, the community is a good way to for a fashion brand to expand. It's just like a fashion club, uh, fashion club a member club membership on the Web3 system. And then they can actually discuss it and give us more inspiration and so on. But the thing is, um, in the Web2 world, not all the company will actually take the Web3 advice. Okay, so it will be uh, a conflict between the, you know, like the, the Web3 world and the Web2 world of the transparency and the NDA and so on. It's like everybody is talking about the NDA here, you know, I got it. My hand is always tied <laughs> to share a lot of information. I think uh, what I heard, uh, like everybody talking, is like uh, all the points are there. Uh, I can see the Web3 future, everything's there. But for me, myself, I'm more focused on the uh, Web2 development, okay? Uh, like today, I went for an uh, education fair, and then we tried to teach us to how to create something interesting, how to uh, create a fashion based on the NFT and so on. So we are more focused uh, in the other way around. To instead of to make uh, some visitor, you try to make the NFT to be a fashion and things like that to try to adapt the NFT culture, the web culture into the web too. So that is what I'm actually busy right now and try to uh, try to uh, let those people to have the same mindset and how uh, we can actually merge the web two to the web three. Yep. Win, my man. A uh, question before Puke takes over. <laughs> what in your in your experience, right? In uh, in our, in your experience, what do you think is uh, the main hurdle? Because like I think I think you mentioned like obviously transparency is uh, is very new. Was it very new to like uh, Web two fashion brands because of the IP and all? But uh, on a hypothetical situation, what do you think uh, is the main uh, is the main deciding factor that uh, Web two brands will be like? Okay, like you know we we gotta go even more into this. I think it's not only the Web2 fashion. It's uh, every Web2 company. Because um, we, we can see Web3 started with like a lot of company that started in Web3, they got no foundation. Okay. So they can be very transparent, as transparent as they are to actually attract more people to actually join into the community and so on. So for a Web2 company, most of the time, they already have the foundation. So they are actually uh, worried about all the, all the topics and uh, all the discussion 
on the web three might actually um how to say might actually affect their brands and so on. So we actually carefully filter off, and actually I'm actually here in the middle, try to make both sides, try to get the balance between both, both like uh the suggestion for the committee, and then I try to put the uh back through my set and put them together and try to create something in the middle, so that both both sides will accept the concept idea. So that's what my my role is. It's actually a perfect discussion to have, perhaps for latest space, how much you as a traditional fashion brand, as a designer, as someone who has been in this space for a while, want to risk. And when I say risk in Web3 space, I mainly refer to innovating, creating something new that the space haven't seen before, Yes, when we're talking about all the traditional fashion houses like Dolce & Gabbana, uh, Gucci, I don't know, uh, all of them joining the space, for them, in a certain way, it's risk. Risk to loyal clients, risk referring to their heritage that they have built throughout these tens, hundreds of years. and. How much do they want to innovate in this space to make sure that they balance their traditional values and beliefs? But at the same time, they're not entering the space as one of the latest players. Because what we know about technology, usually those are the companies who entered in the first couple of years that will remain there, that will remain relevant for the audience and will innovate good enough to be among this top tier of brands for drone. Yeah, I think uh, what I what I can see now is like the Web two committee is uh, the Web three committee is still small in the size that uh for the brand to like you know like I want to take the risk to go into Web three and then uh, disclose everything that I have to the Web three. So what actually, uh, what I can, what I usually advise to the you know the brands and so on is like, I have this innovative idea, I have this concept, and then do you want to uh, accept this concept and develop within the concept, and then uh, as usual, it will take a long time for them to actually like decide whether they uh, want to take a step into the you know the the release or so on to. To innovate something new, okay. So um, um my role is uh basically to find the balance between the you know the the innovation of the battery by using the battery technology to influence the battery brand to change their mindset and also to change their perspective of uh doing things. So those kind of things usually uh take some time for us to like uh deliver. I say. Awesome, bro. Okay, um, let's let's circle back to wait. Uh, no, wait. You have some questions for ABC as well, right? Yes, yes. Gotta gotta give gotta give uh, ABC a chance to speak out. Gotta, I mean, don't don't leave him out. Bill, I mean, he's don't right there. <laughs> <laughs> a bit out of place, man. A bit out of place. All the big giants are here. Uh, <laughs> like an uh, amazing question, man, Nikki and uh, Win. Thanks, thanks for chiming in, uh, ABC. Come on, uh, what are your thoughts on this, man? Because I, I think like uh, Nikki's point on how 
well, a risk in terms of exposure to, to get to, for these Web2 brands to want to, you know, develop in Web3. What are your thoughts on this topic, man? Hmm. Wow. Wow, tough question. Let me see. Okay, what, what, what I think, I mean, I don't know. We, what we do in, instead right now, like for example, we're, 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 we're trying to implement some sort of fashion kind of as element into some of our games at the moment. And uh, in terms of the physical part of things, right? So we currently occupy a space in Malaysia and we have like the whole building at our disposable to use and whatnot. We're trying to maybe implement some sort of like immersive tech into our lobby area and whatnot so that maybe even later on, like it has to be like a wow factor, right? Like where people come in and they got to see like, wow, this this thing is, uh, this, this, this building called ABC, it's going to be very... Uh, modern futuristic kind of thing so we gotta we're gonna implement some sort of um, immersive tech around our lobby just to showcase certain things and perhaps maybe next time we, we could be the hub for certain brands to come into Malaysia and whatnot to you know showcase their products or do some sort of um, so-called tech fashion show kind of event you know in in, in our building and and that's how I guess you know we we are we, we can actually help in the space in terms of bridging Web 2 to Web 3 and, and stuff like that. For sure, man. Bridging is uh, de- definitely the key for mass adoption. So what do you think has been like the, the biggest, uh, I guess like the biggest hurdle for you to, to achieve uh, what you just shared with us in terms of your vision? Um, getting our brand out at the moment, getting our name out, you know, um, I would say if, if I'm being honest, you know, prior to this, we were just a bunch of, uh, uh, the whole company prior to this were a bunch of IT guys. Um, we are doing we just developed a lot of things. We we saw an opportunity in Web3. We decided to go into it, dive directly into it. And we had a lot of resources at our disposal, uh, at our disposal to, to, to develop things. It was kind of like a cowboy uh, thing at, the, at, that, at that time, you know, because, you know, Malaysia, as you, as you know it, there's plenty of hustlers here, man. Like, you know, everybody's just diving deep into the, the next big thing and whatnot. And right now, it's more towards uh, strategizing, strategizing the entire group and seeing how can we take a more strategic approach in how we um, b- carry this name out and bring it forward, you know, bring, let people know about us. And, and what we aim to be is, you know, sooner or later when if people were to ever host uh, and they're they thinking of a place or a name to partner up with in this, this region of the world, they'll think of us first, hopefully. I mean, that's, that's what we're trying to get at right now. Yeah, I think, you know, early on the discussion, a lot of brands, they are coming over to Asia, right? Uh, and seeing, you know, always Malaysia is left out, but, you know, maybe because of ABC, bro, like, you know, tons of brands will come in, you know, being building up. Right right now, you know, for a fact that, you know, Singapore, Hong Kong, definitely the hotspot, China even, I mean, it's, it's massive, it's crazy, right? Okay, uh, Maeve, do you have any more questions? Because I, I need to talk about weight, buddy. No, we we done our first round, man. Let's uh let's go our second round. Oh, yeah. So 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 guys, um, you know, if you guys have any questions, you know, feel free to raise your hand. We don't have to follow the flow. There's no flow. It's an open mic stage. You know, feel free to op- raise your hand, ask questions. You know, Nikita is here. You can pick his brain, buddy, because you know the facts that he's laying out is always golden. All right. Um, tell me more. Um, you know, uh, Ryan, uh, Hawaiian flex because I I'm wanting to know you know for a brand such as Wade you know having like that whole identity, um now you guys are pushing out what is that main you know goals or you know is it more towards like just developing tons of partnership product or what will be the main pipeline that we can see coming out from Wade? 
Yeah, so uh, a unique thing about Wade is Wade is an IP that was, um, you know, built and created by Line Friends, not only to, you know, be in the Web3 space. So, you know, traditionally being a IP incubator slash, like, um, you know, nurturing company, um, this company has its roots in building IP and having IP um, in their portfolio. And Wade, first of all, is more of a IP um, even before he's like a, a Web3 um, or NFT collection character, right? So basically, you know, the the game is about making him a loved IP slash brand even before we talk about Web3. And, you know, because his character and his narrative and lore, it evolves around music, fashion, streetwear, and everything like that, we are going to probably, you know, fire all cylinders to you know, bring collaborations, activations that are that can really tie with his story, music, fashion and everything. And um, recently, um, I think something um, more bullish about us um, being able to do that and put in more early investments is that um, IPX or Line Friends recently closed a $90 million um, capital raise from a uh, investment firm called BRV Capital. So, and one of the main pillars of that investment is about empowering our digital friendly IPs, uh, which are Wade and OZ. And I think that means a lot to us because, you know, we've grown Wade and we've grown Wade's collaborations and activations based on um, the networks that we already have. And we've only done up to what our allowance allowed us. Um, There's been a pretty hard cap on budget, on what we can do yearly and stuff like that. Um, But I think I just talked about big performances that we're preparing in third quarter. A lot of that is only able because we've secured that um, recent capital raise. And I think a lot more, you know, you'll you'll be seeing a lot more of him just because of that um, recent funding, I think in terms of um, him being more active in the music scene and also in the fashion scene. So so be, besides like music and fashion, is there more verticals that, you know, Wade will, will innovate or is it more towards, you know, building up these two uh, rock solid before you guys pivot to other stuff? So, yeah, I mean, like there's recently, there's been internal talks about Wade also starring on his own TV show, um, with a major like uh, creative studios and stuff like that. But I think, you know, um, these days people make great IPs on their own. Like look at Pudgy Penguins. They've, they've built a fucking perfect like brand um, in Web 2, um, which was born in Web 3, right? Um, everyone has a chance. Everyone can be an artist. Everyone can make a brand. And we think that at the end of the day, um, even though we're pretty good at uh, growing up IP, we think that, you know, grabbing what's, you know, really tangible and what's really ours is really important, making our, our identity known um, um, and making it really, you know, fixed in everyone's heads is super important than like spreading our tentacles out to everywhere. So for the time being, I think definitely we want to grasp onto those two um, verticals for sure and make everyone know and think about Wade in that way. Uh, when it comes to fashion and music, you don't fade Wade. 
that's how we want to um, you know impress everyone. Yeah, that's a good statement. So everybody knows, like you know, Wait uh, is also a, a company that is under Line Friends, right? And uh, just tell me, you know, how much of the influence uh, of Line Friends uh, it's in the company, or is it like you know, you guys have the control in terms of you know planning on what you want to do, a fresh team for it. How how does that whole connection works? So, yeah, there's a unique thing about uh, Wade's NFT collection because uh, in Korea, a, a company like IPX, which is a affiliate company of a conglomerate group line, cannot directly engage in Web3 business. So uh, what we do is we have a partner company called Crypto that does our Web3 business for us. So in contract, we are IP licensors and Crypto. Um, I think we have Mikhail down there. He works for Crypto. Crypto actually does our everything that it has um, that goes beyond the boundaries of Web three. And um, even though they run Discord, they run the collection and they manage the Web three side. Uh, we at IPX do everything to make you know Wade as an IP um, you know be ready to be loved by um, the holders you know, the Web2 audience and, you know, just everyone. So it's like a very, very well-organized team play. Uh, we do everything to make the IP really, you know, be uh, ready and more prepared. And then when it comes to Web3, um, Crypto does the rest for us. I've got a question, Phil. Go ahead, bro. I'm, I was waiting for you, man. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Oh, uh, right, right, my man. So I, I, I know that the, the uh, there was a jacket collab. I think with uh, Claude. Uh, how, how's that? How, how's that coming along, man? Like, uh, is everybody getting their jacket soon? I know I was, uh, d- despite me being a diamond hand holder, I totally missed it, of course. But uh, you know what's new? Cause like you know, Maeve, uh not gonna make it. But you know, it is what it is. Yeah, t- tell me about that, man. Was, was that like did did it take did it take uh, the team very long to get it in order? And uh, yeah, how how's uh, how's the logistics to, to get everything uh, shipped out? Ooh, is that yep yep? That's the question. Yeah. So the very first fashion collab for uh, Wade Wade's um, Web three um, you know utility roadmap was between uh, Wade um, emotionally unavailable um, and Claude. It was a three way collab. So we had two um, apparel lines for that collab. It was one was like a long sleeve white shirt and one was a black hoodie um and it because it was our very first fashion collab we um we gave it out uh free to the holders so um but we didn't we weren't able to give everything out for free because that would kind of you know uh leave us bankrupt because we we did like a basically like a free mint um to begin with um so I think we well, I, I can't remember the exact number of the hoodies and the long sleeves, but it was around 400, 500. Uh, we got them secured. We ran raffles inside our uh, Discord. Um, and then we sent out the very first patch, like, you know, very early this year, I think. But due to a lot of people not, um, you know, leaving their addresses or their proper phone numbers in, in, in the Google Sheet that we put up, uh, we recently closed our fifth um, um, delivery patch, and that was a final one. So I think we're we've sent out 
to 99.9% of the people that won the raffle. And we're going to have more of those uh, coming soon in the third quarter. Um, uh, new, uh, I, also, same for me, I can't disclose any names today, but a uh, new fashion collab definitely is going to come um, soon. Um, I'm guessing sometime in the third quarter. Um, so be in our Discord, Maeve. Uh, don't miss out on anything more. Um, yeah, I think, yeah, you should be in our Discord if you're a holder for sure. Um, and if you're really into limited fashion collab, like, and if you're like a collector guy, you should definitely check out our project because uh, once Wade does a fashion collab with a certain brand, um, there's we only make that limited portion. There's no... There's no way we're going to make a thousand more and we're going to sell it in stores. That's the whole purpose of the Wade Friends and Family NFT. We make very, very limited collectible, um, you know, collaboration items. So, yeah. And I believe that it, oh. may, it makes total sense to have this limited collections for Web3 enthusiasts because at the end of the day, you dropping a very diverse a very broad collection doesn't mean that people are going to love it doesn't mean that everyone's going to wear it everyone's going to show it out what you actually need is to have maybe a bit more of these collections but more limited for those who actually collect pieces and here I'm referring mainly for uh, sneakers or maybe even some jackets that people don't wear that much and they resell it later on they collect it for years or for people who understand the value of this item, the process, the manufacturing process, uh, the creative idea behind the good. So I'm a huge fan of Web3 fashion brands not having all of their collections, or I, I should even say having majority of their collections very limited to a specific group of people. Because what your NFT or uh, what your genesis collection gives to people is an access to be among this raffle members among this buyers and then it's up to people up to their uh financial appetite up to their uh i don't know preferences in terms of garment in terms of uh, style whether they wear it or not so i do believe this is the right way and that's actually something that i've been chatting for a long time with G-Money uh, about his latest iteration drops at 9DCC, it perfectly makes sense for him to have bigger supply than the number of uh, admin one holder, just because he wants some of fashion OGs who are not yet in Web3 space or uh, who don't follow all the news to also own these goods to go out there on stage to go to some of the biggest fashion events and showcase whether it will be GST or the latest cap. But later on, it makes sense for this luxury high-end brands to have smaller and smaller collections for less people to join. But those people who actually value the fabrics, value the creativity and will collect it and will add some value to the community. So I absolutely love hearing uh, what you just said, my man. Thanks, Nikki. And uh, also thanks, Ryan, for like, uh, you know, fifth batch. And uh, maybe just wasn't Discord, didn't get much. So, you know, sure, sure. <laughs> <laughs> Yep. But talking about like quality, you know, I, I know both like, you know, 
all, all, pro, all products or all brands are aimed for, you know, good qualities and stuff like that. So let, let me try, you know, uh, to throw the question over to DG, my man, because earlier you mentioned briefly about the hate walk. And I know it's all about, you know, since the start of it, bro, like hate walk until now, uh, it's it's been imprinted in people's mind, right? Uh, basically, you know, fashion show, walking with the merch. So tell me more about it. Like, you know, do you ever plan to do one in real life, you know, with all the holders coming out, wrapping the fashion? I mean, it would be dope, right? Remember, like, you know, I think it was Babe that has this uh, shark goodie thing that everybody just, you know, their whole crew just come out, zip it up, uh, you know, you can't even cover the face and take the photo. That was the hype. So uh, tell me more about it, bro. Yeah, cool. Um, so, you know, as so many thing, good things have been already mentioned on this call. Um, so we can also position ourselves in, in some of that, in being this the new generation where you basically like, you know, deal with the physical products, digital products. You can attach them to your characters. And at the same time, the hate walk is the place for the people to express their style and they individuals right the uniqueness um imagine or not the hapok is actually in a quite quite a good shape right now we're just defining on the functionality before the first first um, version is going to hit the public but in general we want to have a place for people and the brands you know where they can meet they can co-create as well because we believe the co-creation is another big thing you know it's, it's, it's one it's, it's one topic right to uh, give people something and deliver the goods and absolutely different story when you can co-create and make the story with, with the people with the, your audience and, and the community as it goes so the hapok itself is our ultimate mvp and it's going to drive the story as i said like you know now we've got the place to position our hapok in in the metaverse which is which is coming out soon so uh, yeah i see it in the way of developing, starting with the first building, the hate building, you know, having a hate walk, and then just basically like, you know, expanding to the whole fashion district as, you know, this is basically what we plan, you know, and aligning our big picture. Um, yeah, that's, that's in, 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 in a nutshell, in a nutshell, this is, this is the general view for, for a hate walk, yeah. My man, so, so uh, I need to clarify, I think obviously a few things, but the most important one is uh, once hate walk is up, um, is there going to be a lot more merch or digital collections coming about or you know what's uh... well so you see at the moment at the moment we've just released uh, our own capsule right you know so this is this is something that we utilize you know uh, also for for people who are not being a part of the family you know they can go and then can basically obtain our products so you know in similar way going from the web to sorry web 3 to to web 2 but at the same time like you know we've also got our diesel dlc you know which is you know as it's been said previously like you know it's 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 limited. Um, it's limited edition, and the claiming is going to be open very soon for the for the product. So whoever hasn't got a piece, you know, can still go grab one, you know, from the from the floor, and then just claim very nice limited edition uh, diesel bag, which is attached to it. And as we move on with with the collaboration, there will be more products coming. You know, we in the first place we do want to collaborate. We want to create co-branded stuff with, with other people, but at the same time, want to focus on, on our own products, which, uh, you know, the, the, the capsule, our, our, our capsule is being circulated for, a, for, a, for a quite a long time in this space because, you know, one of, one of the aspects we just mentioned is the quality, right? I was running my own uh, streetwear uh, brand 
back in the days it was like 2016 or something and uh, you know i know i know how important the quality is you know obviously within the digital fashion right you know it opens a completely new level right you know we're talking about the sustainability we talk about the carbon reduction you know we talk about you know the new way of sampling and developing to the manufacturers but in reality, still the production, you know, and developing those really, really high quality products, you know, that can be positioned, you know, on the shelves next to the, the luxury brands, it still takes time. Yeah. Um, you know, it's interesting that you mentioned about diesel, right? Um, you know, we've we seen two different kind of approach, right? One approach is, you know, Web2 brand, they actively do the merch or do the collection themselves on in Web3. And another approach is, you know, they collab with notable brands to do a drop. So uh, in, in your opinion or your, uh, you know, experience in working with these kind of brands, what was that main you know, drive behind, hey, you know, instead of me, you know, forming, coming into the metaverse itself, let me collaborate with a few brands to do a drop. Because so, I know for a fact, like Diesel itself, they have, besides you, they also collab with, I think, a few more brands, right? Yeah, but, you know, like, this is this is the whole situation. The Hape itself, you know, when, when we dropped the first uh, teaser in October 2021, it started purely as a profile picture project. It started as a profile picture project, but the background and the whole fundamentals comes from the digital fashion because, you know, uh, obviously it's not a secret, right? My life has absolutely changed when I joined the Web3 communities, you know, and start actively taking a part, you know, in the, basically in the, in the Web3 life. So, um, the whole natural evolution, right, as it started, I had my own character and I started to automatically leave the situation that other people live. I want to look better than others. I want to be unique. I want to stand out. So the first initial idea was about, hey, creating a habits, you know, within the digital collection, the goods where people will be basically able to were on the on the profile pictures, right? You know, it was the whole idea about the digital brand and the wearables in the first place. And from that, it actually evolved into something much bigger, you know, how, like, you know, we're doing this, let's just create those fashionable hapes. Um, so, um, yeah, it's always, 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 always big part of, 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 the, of the project and the ethos. So, you know, like, uh, as I was saying, uh, one of the fundamentals, right, as we believed, was about bringing the Web3, sorry, Web2, like the in-real-life fashion brands into the Web3 space. I hate the world of bridging, you know, and then just like closing the gap because it's not about that. It's actually about onboarding brands in the new reality through this very authentic and real way, which is a community, right? Because the community is actually everything. And for all of those brands, you know, whenever they want to enter uh, something new, which is like, you know, the interest in the blockchain, uh, NFTs, you know, the, the whole, the AI and everything, they look for the new reach. They look for the ways to approach the new audience, you know, the Zen, uh, Gen Z and whoever is being like very, very tech savvy in this new environment. So, <clears throat> you know, the whole idea was basically like, let's help them. Let's help them do it. Let's help them achieve their targets and at the same time, try to build our own lifestyle brand and approach, you know, that can exist in both worlds. Awesome stuff, man. Um, loving it, everything you say, because, you know, why do it, 
you know, do it yourself. And then when, you know, you don't understand the culture, you try to go in uh, just thinking like, you know, Web3 is purely gimmick. But, you know, when you approach a brand that knows what they are doing, already understand the space, then I think that's important. So uh, my next question is this, right? Like, I, I just want to know, you know, how important is it for, you know, not all brands are coming to Web3, right? Some, I'm not sure whether they are anti-Web3 or not, but how important is it that brand recognize the power of Web3 and they say, hey, you know what? This is something I don't want to miss. I should come in right now. Uh, I'm going to throw the question to DG and then the same question back to um, FOMO, FOMO as well because you are a Web2 brand coming to Web3. would love to hear your take. Yeah, I'm going, to, I'm going to very, very quickly summarize on that. Obviously, there is a big appetite that comes from the, from the Web2 brands, but it's, it's the new space. It's very unknown and they don't actually know how to approach it. Uh, many of those brands also tried to approach the Web3 space, you know, by using the traditional ways of approaching the, 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 the customer, and they failed. So, um, you know, within, within, our, within our approach, is basically like, yes, we know what you want. Come with us. We've got the playbook. We will let you onboard into our community. We will let you onboard into the Web3 space. Later on, you will be able to swim on your own. But basically, we're going to take you through the few little steps and just teach you how to swim on your own. You know, this is, this is the whole kind of a situation. Um, so many of those brands, you know, they, they come, they want to do little steps. Obviously, blockchain, you know, is, is, is a different thing. There are like the legal aspects, you know, and this is actually like, it's, it's a long journey, right, to onboard this kind of a brand from A to Z. But uh, there is a huge appetite. You know, now within the ice age in the, in, the, in, the, in the space, because it's not even a crypto winter, it's literally an ice age, right, you know, you could you could observe the backing from the brands, but they're still there. They've got an appetite, and also you know brands you know which completely like have absolutely no interest in approaching like you know the, this technology. So you know we've met we've met all of the people you know from uh, from both angles. I absolutely agree with what DJ just said in terms of traditional fashion houses approaching Web three space in a very Web two way, mainly their appetite is driven by making money. They're focused on this business model of just make money, which is perfectly fine going long-term. But for you to enter the space, you need to follow specific guidances and rules of Web3 space, which is community, which is utility, which is some values that you give to people apart from just having a session with your brand. And I do believe what... DG just said about bringing traditional fashion brands, designers, and companies through the lens of already established Web3 native companies makes total sense. Uh, and I can name just a couple of those. For example, Tommy Halfiger was their latest drop during the Metaverse Fashion Week through DressX. Gucci, who mainly entered the space with the help of Board Ape Yet Club, the biggest collection out there, the biggest brand out there, uh, those are the companies who know how to approach the space. They know that they need some support, some help coming from Web3 native players. And this is a perfect way for them to show that they actually care about this space and they are coming here going long term, not just to get some cash by recreating this digital uh, replica of your physical good, which will bring you no value, no utility or whatsoever. So I do believe that brands 
who are entering the space with the help of traditional Web3 houses, Web3 brands, they're showing this green flag that, hey, we're here to stay, we're here to learn, and we're here to innovate with you. Yeah, and also like just to just to add on top, I think we have to mention Adidas, like as one of those brands who enter the space in the very good way, and you know the way they move around is is also amazing. You know, I'm I'm being very very impressed by you know the, the activities and what they actually do and how they roll with the community. Yeah, um, same question uh, to FOMO, um, buddy. Hey, bro. Yeah. No, so I, I do agree with what everyone is saying in a way that I think for big luxury brands and all big industries, it's hard to just come in like by themselves because they don't know. They don't have the knowledge. You know, they it brings also legal issues sometimes. I mean, it's a whole mess. So I think the way Adidas, uh, Gucci, Nike, all those brands they did is like to collab with an existing established project. I think it's the best way to, to just jump in. Uh, I would say that Maybe when you have a smaller brand, like uh, Black is international, but still not as known as those big brands. But since we were a digital brand, like a pure player, and we, know we started off uh, online, I think it was easier for us, you know, the move. We accepted crypto since 2019, I think, uh, 2019. So, you know, I think it's just different. We could just get in like by ourselves because we already had a, a digital community, kind of. So the, the move was a bit different for us. It was maybe less barrier, you know? Yep. Um, you know, there's, there's a question from Mr. Dubai Web. I'm going to just throw it to you. Uh, it says that, you know, I see existing fashion brand collab with one of the popular fashion weeks for an AR fashion show. Uh, the physical runway model and pieces would look completely different with the AR lens. Both uh, physical and digital products could be sold. What's the best way to implement? What's the best way to implement? I would say that like, like probably that we at some point get some VR like, um, you know, actions in established fashion shows, like maybe Paris fashion show, all that. Maybe a brand, like if a big brand started like of using this kind of tech, it would maybe, you know, just like start the, the trend. But I think it will be coming, to be honest. Like, I think like fashion in Web3 will grow pretty fast, you know, in the next five to 10 years. And that's that's what is good in fashion in Web3 is that it's limitless, you know. There is no boundaries of what you can create. So it's pretty good. Like, I think we'll see some pretty impressive things like link reality to the digital self. So pretty excited for what's to come. Awesome, awesome. Uh, I'm going to throw it back to uh, Nigel. Hey, bro, how so far with the space? How are you absorbing, my man? Yo, yo, what was the question? I'm sorry. Uh, I'm, I'm saying, you know, so far with the spaces, how, how are you absorbing? What's your feedback on it, man? Yeah, I think like I have my um, strong conviction of, you know, uh, digital self. Because this web profession is not very related to uh, those kind of things. And I think like looking back at the evolution of marketing, I think seeing web three is only like for now, it's not only talking about the financial utility, but also talking about the social identity, you know. And I think through this uh, web profession, we can customize all of those things to uh, the avatar and the digital representation of ourselves. And also like um, the evolving marketing is you know, uh, more tend to to a niche marketing, which is the Web3 community is also like one of the 
um, strongest um, um, community out there. And also, like, we also need to look at this web free realm as a digital experience for the brands. You know, maybe for now they they cannot have um, you know a huge ROI on the investment on the d- digital products. But let's but at least like for the progressive brands, seeing this as an opportunity for actually like marketing experience because we're facing the experiential marketing you know it's not only talking about the products or the communities but the experience that people will have through this you know uh, um, uh, web through fashion and maybe like digital experience I think uh, that's one of the perspective that I'm looking right now as well awesome so in in terms of you know growing the IP what's next for Mindblower and the last we've spoken uh, you guys are doing a cafe pop-up uh, pop and then you know with that whole um, you know ecosystem universe now you guys are doing merch what's next for Mindblower and uh, what what people should uh, expect okay so for Mindblower now I'm building the infra- infrastructure uh, uh, infrastructure and then also like um, while while um, approaching with all this kind of um, IP that we can have a collaboration with because for Mindblower I think what we're aiming is more like an IP crossover uh, um, um, compared to like um, a collaboration with brands. So with this IP crossover, let's say like what we did with Kroyan Sinchan, Tahilalas and Kroyan Sinchan, and then we can license this IP crossover to a different kind of brands. So with this collaboration, we license like about to 50 brands, you know, with this IP that we made with the with the collaboration. So I think that's one of the way to um, have uh, the, the the great revenue as well. And then as well as, um, you know, talking about the bridging and closing the gap, et cetera, and something like that, I think it's also important to make this thing seamless to the, um, you know, wider audience. I think, like, I am adored what Paji Penguins did, you know, because it the, 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 the tokenization approach is where you, where you have the physical first and then you scan and then you can have the NFT, right? And then people can use it only with email. So talking about Web3, NFT, it's going to be just the back end. People don't need to know about the, you know, the technology. You know, we need to make it seamless. So what, are we, what we need to do as, a, you know, marketers, as a founders is to make it seamless. You know, focus on the products, focus on the experience, not the technology, not the NFTs, not the ERC, you know, something like that. So, yeah, that's my uh, two cents. <laughs> Awesome, awesome. Um, we have another person from uh, Space Runner as well. How are you doing, uh, Hasmut? Yo, Hasmut, could you hear me? Hasmut? All right, it, it's okay. Uh, we're going to throw it back to Water Dragon. Um, what a dragon! You know, you guys have like three successful launches, right? Um, you know, in terms of building up more shoes. So, what's next uh, for Space Runners? Hello, can you hear me? Okay, I'm yeah. on. I'm on. Yep, yep. Um, yeah. So, what's next for us? We, I think, we're converging more towards uh, helping people design and build, in a sense. So, not just what you just said. I really agree with you, Nigel, what you just said with that founders and marketers uh, and companies and brands should not focus on 
on NFTs and how perfect the NFTs are, but rather making the whole experience seamless and more uh, accessible and more user-friendly for people who are not into the space. Uh, so we're building this platform at the moment as we speak uh, to to help people understand what this is about and that this is the future and that it's inevitable for them to come to Web3 because it's just the natural way of things moving to Web3. Um, as I mentioned, it's it's still I'm still under ND, I cannot disclose a lot, but um, it's going to be a tool that helps you build and create um, things in fashion and non-fashion, and then it helps you develop these, let's say, um, collections and designs, and then bring those designs and collections to Web3. Um, we believe that this tool will help people enter Web3. Obviously, I'm going to repeat myself. I keep repeating myself again. Web2 people enter the Web3 space uh, with the door of fashion and art because it's a it's a good tool we believe in. Yep, yep. Um, you know, I, I asked you back the, the same question because just, you know, to make sure whether you leak anything. But hey, man, you are staying true. Uh, you did not leak anything. But tell me more, you know, because uh, obviously you guys are the official, you know, partnership that does all the drops. Uh, besides the two, what is the main goal for, for Balmain to, you know, enter the Web3 space? Is it more towards, you know, um, having like that customized? Because from, from what I know, you know, it, it's a shoe that they're already actively selling it. And then because of NFT, they have like a special colorway, special design that is very exclusive. So is it more towards building an exclusive line uh, for their customers, having that whole community aspect behind it? Or, you know, they have more than just selling sneakers. Will we see, for example, you know, T-shirts, pants and other, other types of products? I think that's a very interesting point you raised because we were working closely with Balmain through the whole campaign. Uh, we released a few months ago. They were super active in uh, all the designs. They were very picky. Uh, they were very controlling the quality of all the textures, the 3D renders. Like It was a very, very highly controlled um, campaign. But I was super surprised to hear that they they were they were doing things in Web three, but this is their official. This was their official NFT drop, like in in big supply. Uh, they were saying that they, as a brand, want to enter the Web three space because that's the new thing. It wasn't I like personally. I was expecting that they would say they just want to make a gimmick and just be interesting for their fans. But no, they really believed that Web3 is the new thing. So they're like, we have to create our assets, our garments, our shoes, our, our our bags, our everything in a digital version. So it's pretty cool. That was for me very interesting because I see more and more brands. I see fashion brands, I see Gucci, I see like a lot of you people mentioned, uh, there's Adidas or Nike obviously entering the Web3 space. And I, I don't think it's, it might have been just an interesting move before but i think right now people understand that this is the new step and they have to do this in order to stay in business and i think balma really believed in this um also this is also another thing i cannot disclose but there <laughs> more things happening with balman i think we did announce this a few spaces ago but there will be more things from balman coming of course shoes will be one thing but there are also like other other things um, included in the collection. In the new Maybe there? 
Sorry, sorry. My uh, the car was on and then the Wi-Fi. Anyhow, Bluetooth. Sorry, sorry, guys. Anyhow, Pew, I I actually have an even simpler question. Like I I know like you. So uh, Bowman has been like really really uh attentive because like this is their massive collection. But my question is way simpler than why would Pew guys be asking? It was too technical. So uh, when when merch drop, would there would this be a thing, or you know what's uh what's happening there? Can you repeat the question again because I didn't catch that. Oh, sorry. Like, to the rubbing, sorry. Testing, testing. Do can you test me? Test you? Yeah, yeah. I, I, I hear you, Maeve. Like, bro. Uh, like, don't go anywhere. You know, we have everybody here. Stay on your spot, bro. Off your Bluetooth. You don't I'm, need Bluetooth right I'm, now. I'm in my my room. Just Bluetooth car. You know, you guys know how it is. <laughs> Anyhow, uh, the the question was, uh, will will bombing consider a uh, physical drop something small uh, unique like what a uh, weight and friends has in the very near future is that part of the pipeline or you know full-on metaverse uh, ai fashion first yes no, no no i think i think everything that these brands are doing ben balman included has to have the physical aspect to it because these were, were was also said by them uh, while we were building this collection, they were like, if if we don't include the physical aspect, then it just becomes a digital drop. Some people might even forget about it. But if you keep wearing the shoes or if you keep wearing the shirt or the purse, you keep being reminded that this is not just a purse, but it's a purse that has a digital a twin and that this is a membership pass too that opens some doors for you and so on. It's like a membership pass. It has discounts for you. You can enter raffle tickets you can win tickets and so on and so forth so they were very keen to make this strongly digital collection so it's not just a, a digital collection for sure which i i personally really like thank you for sharing that so uh, guys you heard it here first i'm going to just claim first right here uh limited drops uh bombing you know is, is right there it's right there so you know if you guys like limited drops same uh, same shoe from Wade and friends you know get the pass Get it, Genesis and all that. All right, so uh, I I think I want to circle back a bit uh, to Nigel because like uh, we we didn't get the touch of the shrimp drop. Um, how how was that, man? Nigel, you you there, but I I'm I'm actually keeping quiet just to make you feel that you got rocked again by your dad opening the car in Bluetooth. But nah, actually, nah, you're nah, fine. I know, man. I know. I, I can't do the things. Nah, That's nah, fucking I know, funny. I, I was just holding in, you know, just to make, feel, make you feel like, you know, shit. Did, did, like, on the spot, I right? Yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah. But no, you, you are good, bro. You are good. Nigel's ready. Was, that, was anyone calling me? Yeah, <laughs> bro. Nah. I'm right. <laughs> My connection is rock, I guess. <laughs> sorry, so, I have my what was the question? Well. I'm sorry. No, I just want to circle back a bit before we go on to other speakers. Like, uh, your shrimp wear drop. Uh, I, I know that was very recent. Mm-hmm. So, uh, why shrimp, man? Why shrimp? And uh, how, how did the community take it? And uh, yeah, let's go with this too first, man. Yeah. So, basically, shrimp is, you know, the term that we use for our holders. That's why we call it like a shrimp wear. So, it's like derivative of street wear. But it's like a shrimpware because the shrimpware is, you know, exclusively for our holders. And it's a capsule collection of digital merchandise with seven different articles exclusively made for our, um, you know, for our fans, for our NFT holders. So that's the, you know, the, the idea behind the name. And this is just the beginning because what we aim is basically like the digital products. 
So the first one, you know, uh, a thing about mind blown. The first one is the content because we are an IP company. Because this content will lead to, you know, IP licensing, IP crossover to have this collaboration with any different kind of companies out there, right? And then we also need to connect it, connect it to the uh, Web3 products or our Web3 infrastructure, which is digital merchandise, digital toys, digital wearables, digital furnitures. And we're also thinking like making like digital pets, you know, <laughs> because one of the traits that we have is basically like a companion, right? Like, like these animals. I think like it's also like fun to have to have an experience with this digital pets, you know. So you have the you have the digital asset, and then you have the 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 pets as well. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, you can't even you can't even speak properly when you're saying that. <laughs> yeah, it's the it's the culture, man. My blow on, you know, it's just like all all goofy and good vibes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. My yeah, blow on definitely. You know, we're just Bro, creating that... weird stuff, you know. And yeah, we're, yeah. We're, we're, we're going to make, like, underwear and then, like, uh, you know, it's just, like, weird shit, you know? <laughs> I heard underwear. <laughs> Down for that. Uh, briefs, maybe briefs. Cause, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Def- definitely for me, like, you know, colorful boxes with all the characters, you know, the head moving. Uh, it's going to be a great product. <laughs> yeah. I think because talking about fashion, like, fa- fashion, like, is in the air, you know. It's not only about the outfit. It could be a, you know, it could be um accessories, it could be a skateboard, it could be a bike, it could be anything, right? Fashion like is in the air, so anything that comes that can, you know, uh, elevate your your you know your personality or anything that can, um, you know, make you even cooler. So it should be like a fashion. Awesome, awesome. Uh, I want to circle back to Black Paris, uh, because hey boys, we'll... just go yeah. ahead, we'll move on. Just before we move on, I have another space in and out, so I will need to leave you right here. But before I leave, I want to say that I was really happy to connect with everyone. And if there is one thing that I want to leave for this space before I leave, is the fact that I'm extremely bullish on all of you boys and girls. I'm extremely bullish just mainly due to one fact that you all are working on something and the fact that there is a lot of alpha that basically none of you will do that here today even though we expected it a lot of people are saying that something is coming something is cooking it makes me so bullish on the whole digital fashion on the whole web3 fashion space so thank you for having me here today you were amazing and i already messaged puke i do believe that we need to have more of this web3 fashion uh shows i mean bro bro let's go bro like today is actually the first time that we are targeting web3 fashion because you know it's rising right especially in asia i see tons of it you know dg here mentioned it fomo here mentioned it and you know who else to co-host than you who is actually actively pushing you know web3 fashion so happy to do more episodes with you here with me on your shows man let's make something happen bro you can see how strong it is right now, right, man? Web3 Fashion made some statement, and even though you weren't there from the beginning, you are at the right spot right now because all the most spicy things, all the most interesting things are happening right now with all this collapse, with everything that will be revealed soon. And I know that this summer is going to be perhaps the hottest summer for Web3 Fashion as far as 
to what I already know. So just stay tuned. Thank you very much, everyone who were here today with us. Uh, I'm leaving, but you guys have. Nikki, before you go, Nikki, Nikki, before yeah. you go, go, bullish on you, bullish on all the builders here. Okay, you can leave now. Thank you for your time. I love you, <laughs> guys, man. See ya, see ya boys. Bro, like, babe, it's like thank you, but go now, go now. Thank you, thank you Nikki. <laughs> love you, man. Thank you, mate. Love everyone. See you guys. Thanks, bro. Yeah, yeah. All right. Uh, we're gonna close up. Um, you know the the space a, a, a few more minutes soon. But before that, you know, let's go over to uh FOMO, bro, because um, you know, there's a lot of like you know partnership that you guys are doing recently. I saw that there's an app uh in Thailand. You have a store in Japan. So how actively is you you guys are uh, you know looking into expand in stores like this? Um, and right now, in terms of like you know marketing your fashion, is it still very you know Instagram based kind of push, or you know what is that whole um, you know sales strategy that you guys have right now? Lot of stuff, Christian made, <laughs> but uh, no, definitely uh, in terms of um, opening stores, as I said, we have the next one in uh, Seoul, uh, in New York, that is coming this summer. Uh, I think next we're aiming maybe to develop a bit more in Qatar uh, and then our next step after US and, uh, you know, um, I think probably will be Europe. In terms of marketing, though, we're still big on Instagram. Now TikTok is coming pretty strong. Uh, I think we have like 250K on, on TikTok or so. Uh, it, it fits well with this kind of medium too. So uh, I think it will do pretty well. And then now we have um, the Web3 also. So, yeah, it's, I mean, it's, it's looking good. It's, you know, the, the Web2 brand is doing well, but I'm more in charge of the Web3 project. So I would be more like, uh, you know, um, I, would, I could develop more on the Web3 part, but the Web2 is it's more Julian, the CEO, the hand does that. So, yeah. Yep. Awesome, man. Um, just quick, quick, um, you know, last update is that, you know, this, this week, basically yesterday, I think it was yesterday, Maeve, that uh, I realized that Token 2049 in Singapore, uh, if you guys are bullish on Asia, definitely an event to check out because uh, Luca is coming from Pudgy Penguins, D-Gods, uh, you know, Frank is also coming, they're going to throw a massive party. So, hey man, you know, I'm I'm going to be there uh, representing Rock Radio as well. We, we, we got Alpha. No, 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 no. This is our time. We, we got Alpha, right? We got Alpha, you know, like massive Alpha, but you know. We, we can't share. We can't share. Yeah, we can't yet. share. Like, check, check back in like a few weeks' time, right? So, you know, pop <laughs> on the spaces. All right, check in a few weeks' time. <laughs> yeah, but uh, definitely, if you guys are, you know, looking to go to Singapore, you know, having community outreach, do let me know. Love to chat more because, yeah, I mean, there are tons of stuff happening during that week. Okay, Maeve. Man, today was a good episode. Uh, we hit that two-hour mark. Guys, I hope every one of you guys had a great conversation, you know, besides the banter. Uh, great conversation, great knowledge. Um, thank you so much, everybody, for being here. Uh, love the crowd, you know. we, You guys are here, guys. You know, just send me a thumbs up. Love because I appreciate it. And man, we're going to do more of these episodes. Always, you know, if you guys have tons of updates, Happy to bring you guys on stage always. All right, Maeve, uh, any closing thoughts? Any guys, any closing thoughts before we close the show? Yeah, I, I just have one. Uh, I got to correct you. This is a one-month pilot program. We're doing this every week for the next three weeks minimum. Uh, if you guys love this, uh, send some love. Love you, everybody. Bullish on builders, we're building. All right. Yes, closing thoughts. Thank you. <laughs> 
All right, guys. Once again, thank you so much, everyone. Yep, yep. Thank Thanks. You so- uh, once again, thank you for being a part of Hotbox. This is the first week of the Web3 fashion. I uh, love you guys here, and see you guys again next week. Take care. Bye bye. Thank, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Bullish on me. So you left the home. I had a sad beside my bones. I picture you calling. I'm only watching my thoughts. Oh guys, we'll be able to bring you up next. Yep, yep, yep. Um, in I think in like half an hour time, we will be on Farouk's show. Um, so hey man, if you guys still want that spaces kick, uh, head over to Farouk's profile. We will be we be there. Me and Maeve. Um, see you guys in like twenty minutes. Take care. Bye bye. Oh,